Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of Sheologians. We're here today to put the her in flattery. Oh, I saw that one coming. A mile away. Every once in a while. I almost don't want to have this conversation. I know. (laughs) Because we've been planning on having this conversation for so long that it's almost like, I have said Let's the words, we need to do an episode on flattery since like last summer. <laughs> it kept getting forgotten about. <laughs> and t- when I came to compile my notes, I was like, what do I even have to say about this? <laughs> uh, my name is Summer Yeager. I'm, I'm questioning why I'm even here. <laughs> um, I'm here with my beautiful ghost, Joy, and... <clears throat> So the other week, I was telling you a little bit about this earlier, but the other weekend, I just, I don't know what it is about this pregnancy, but I want to drink juice. And I don't mean mm-hmm. apple juice. I you don't mean, what's the, I'm like, I don't even know what brands of apple juice are. I know. Minute Maid? I think they. Apple Top? That's what, Okay, that's what I was thinking of. Juice Top. I was like, Apple Top. <laughs> and I was like, that's not, I think that's the name of the brand, but I'm like. That's not a great name for a brand. It's not. Is it Apple Sun Top? Kiss? Tree Top. Tree Top. It's called Tree Top. <laughs> Apple, Apple Top. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> it's like we've never gone outside. Um, There's just certain aisles of the store that I don't. No. Every once in a while I get I do Georgia, not. like some honest, like no sugar added stuff. But even yeah. then it's not necessary. So No. There's aisles I don't go down. Like, I don't go down the juice and cracker aisle. Yeah, can't tell you what's going on. Unless it's, like, Christmas and I'm doing, like, some charcuterie plates or yeah. something. But otherwise could not tell you what's going on with crackers or cookies. Lately. No. Oh, the cookie aisle. That's right. Um, I did have a, a couple, like, popcorn. I love white cheddar popcorn. I did have some popcorn cravings mm-hmm. early on in the pregnancy. Um, but lately... I just want juice. And what I mean is my favorite juice, which is when you juice beets, okay, apples, carrot, ginger, and lemon. Ooh, sounds lovely. It's so good. And sometimes I will just think about it and I will just need it right away. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have it. And um, thankfully I have a juicer. Now, do I typically have beets on hand? <laughs> no. But I have been craving them. And then last night, uh, Eric was out. Oh, he went to the evangelism training. And I texted him and I said, hey, I have a really weird request. I've never asked for this before, but on your way home, I really need you. (laughs) (laughs) To pick me up some beets? (laughs) It wasn't beets last night. Um, I was just craving whole milk. (laughs) I mean, I get it. What? I know people are I know there are people that are down on milk, but man, whole milk. I just organic w- whole milk. I just Ugh. wanted it. I just I couldn't stop thinking about it. And it's so good. I don't It's really good for you when you're pregnant. I mean it's good for you 
no matter what, you just have to be able to not it is, drink the entire gallon. Yeah. <laughs> it is 90 degrees right now, and I could go home and drink a fat glass of milk. Mm, sounds wonderful. I don't know what that was, but I just, I love a glass of milk and a banana. Am I an old person? <laughs> um, <laughs> just blessings. You know, milk and honey, that's what the land was overflowing with. Seriously. When it was blessed, so... The moral of the I story. I think about that sometimes, just like how Simple. amazing some of the fruit, some of the food that God made is. Like dates, mm-hmm. so sweet. Mm-hmm. Or even just like the taste of a strawberry. Yeah. We got, I got some really good strawberries. You know how. Yeah, they're not all good. Berries are just kind of, they're not horrible. I don't love berries. But they're not the greatest. But these strawberries, you just. It's like that way, really, with any grocery store fruit. Like you, every once in a while, you capture a fruit, like, and you could tell it was picked super at like the exact time. This was the right and one. It's the season, yeah, and all that stuff. But we've had some strawberries this week that are just like delicious. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I heard it's someone really say the other day, or maybe this was something floating around the internet. But have you ever considered the perfection of the banana, which is that? You eat a banana. You've never finished a banana and thought, hmm, I wish there had been more banana. <laughs> like, it's so complete. Yeah. Like, what is, and even though bananas can be different sizes, like, right. you've never finished a banana and been like, I'm going to go get another one. I need one more banana. It's been like, ah, yes. Thank you, banana. That you was great. You did everything great. for me. Yeah. You came in a little package. God packaged you it. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I just, that really hit me. I've also never finished like an apple or an orange and been like, that wasn't enough apple. I do that. I go on little like benders every once in a while. <laughs> Fruit benders? <laughs> yes. Where I'm just like, mm. yeah, <laughs> we're getting to that, especially when it starts to warm up here. Uh huh. I'll just, there are these particular kind of oranges called sumo oranges. Uh-huh, I've heard you talk about They're them. expensive and delicious. you can't afford the amount that you want to eat <laughs> in one sitting. Really? That good? Just, they're so good and they're easy to peel and they don't have oh, any seeds in them. Nice. So they just like yeah. go down. That's really nice. But um, anyway, yeah, talking about fruit. So. I don't know. Well, because I, <laughs> I'm drinking this juice. Which is almost my favorite kind of juice. It's oranges, carrots, apples, ginger, and lime. But I it needs to be lemon and beets instead. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Gin- and pretty much anything with ginger, ginger. for me is the oh, clincher. It's the key. And beets. I mean, beets just make things pretty color. There you go. Let's go on another tangent. Tangent about how amazingly colored. Yes. Some of the stuff that God made. It, there's golden beets too. I know, and they're delicious. Yeah. I mm-hmm. had some the other day. Why? Yeah. I don't even know. They're anyway. So good. Well, here we are. <laughs> you can, uh, <laughs> you know, support us or join book club. <laughs> it's coming up. It's coming up quick. So the book that we're doing is Total Truth by Nancy Piercy. And our first meeting is on Wednesday, April 13th at 1.30 p.m. Pacific time. Go to our Facebook page or whatever for that info (laughs) arizona time arizona time um and which is pacific right now right yeah we're on the same time now i just i just say it i just say arizona time okay you're just time zones are stupid 
well, and there's just this, like, the more I talk about them, the less I'm sure about anything. Oh, absolutely. So what I'm really sure about is that Arizona does not observe daylight savings and that it has, therefore, has its own... Mountain standard time. time. zone-ish. Yeah. So Arizona time. Yes. That's when you should, <laughs> that's when you should be there. Um... And yeah, that's patreon.com slash sheologians. Uh, we haven't reminded them in a while that we have partnered with a coffee company that supports heart cry missionaries. Um, it's called Mission First Coffee. Are they still? Are, what, do you mean? what do you mean? I thought I got an email or something about them. Changing their name? Not being a company anymore. What? How did I just get coffee? <laughs> Why did I just get coffee? Because they have some, they have a bunch of, they had a bunch roasted. Oh, okay. So you were still able to purchase. Yeah. Okay. So if you go to their website now, it's New Geneva Coffee Roasters. Oh, so they didn't, they just changed the name. New Geneva Coffee Roasters. Do we have a deal with New Geneva Coffee Roasters as well they're, as? They're really cool people. I just want to point you guys <laughs> to their to what they're doing and they have a they're just listen they're missional <laughs> yeah um, I don't know why and they're they really change, they're really I don't cool know why people they change the name no but everything about that operation is great yes so and they're very cool people so anyway you can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475 and tell and us about fruit and vegetables yeah that you like tell us what we should do if we have a surplus of beets in our fridge <laughs> Because I don't know. You make a good beet. I remember mm -hmm. you roasted some. Yeah, roasted they beets are just delicious. Really good. I'm trying to, I mean, I feel like we don't eat, my family doesn't eat horribly. But I just, there's like s simple cooking, mm -hmm. just whole foods kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. There's something about it that's. Like, if you do it for long enough, I feel like food becomes better tasting. It becomes more satiating. It's obviously simpler when you're talking about meal planning. Yes. Um, a little cheaper if you don't have to buy a bunch of yes. sauce recipe, like, sauce ingredients or whatever, you know. Yeah. But, um, mm -hmm. I've, but definitely, I've been trying to do that recently. I'm having a harder time cooking pregnant just because for my whole first trimester the even the sight of a raw chicken thigh or chicken breast made me mm -hmm. run to the bathroom yeah uh so i'm kind of getting to a point a little bit more now where i can cook but i'm like out of my groove you know uh -huh. i was in a groove where i was just making dinner right at least I six like nights a week to me too like i don't i feel like that's some that's something i did not expect it's I feel like it's like a it's not a secret that was kept from me, but right. it's something that I feel like we could stress more is that when you find a routine, mm -hmm. it doesn't always it's not just like a set it and forget it type thing. Like no. humans aren't that way. You can't just like put us on autopilot and let us go. No. And so there are going to be times when you're like, man, I feel like I'm really just doing it. Yes. Like I have my like. I'm on time for everything, but I'm doing more than mm -hmm. I was able to do six weeks ago or mm -hmm. whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But it's just some things work for a yeah. certain amount a of season. time and seasons. And, and then sometimes if you like think 
if you get too much in the set it and forget it thing, you forget that mm-hmm. it actually requires your participation for things to be successful. Yes. And then you're like, why am I not having a good time? I laid around all day <laughs> in the system I created. Yeah. I, <laughs> and I had to do the work. Things didn't go perfectly like the other day what? when I worked from morning right. to evening. <laughs> right. I definitely get in... Um... Like there's a couple recipes that I could eat them every day, but I don't want to make my family eat them every day, even though they're well-loved recipes. Um, But right now it's just, you know, when you cook food, you want it to be something that you look forward to eating. Yeah. And in this pregnancy, there's very few things I look Mm -hmm. forward to eating. They mostly consist of tacos at 9 p.m. And juice. And juice. (laughs) Um. But I have been, I live and die. I've My coming in clutch meal is I always have to have the Idell's chicken sausage on hand. Uh-huh. And then I just like chop those up and cook them in seasoning and cocoa aminos and put them over rice and broccoli. And Perfect. everyone in the house is happy and it's so good. And it was like it just easy. Instant pot. I just put the rice in, press the button. I mean, it's... Can I tell you, I've still never used my instant pot. What? I need to think. I need to like. What do you? What do you cook? I don't know what to do with it? What do you mean? <laughs> what are you cooking? When I asked for it for Christmas, I was like, "This is going to be so useful." But I'm like, "What do I make in this?" Rice. If you don't know, anything. but I can like no, I you can can't. make rice in like twenty like, minutes on the. It's faster stove. in the instant pot. Is it? Yeah, and then you just set it and forget it. It takes twelve minutes in the instant pot. Oh. And it comes out fluffy I and guess I perfect. Just, okay. <sighs> Twenty minute race. <laughs> I don't know how you have the time for that. Well, I also just set it and forget it. <laughs> it just takes eight minutes longer. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh well, another clutch meal that I require my instant pot for is I get cubed beef uh-huh. from Costco, which is very expensive now. It used to be I could get. Just I noticed their full roasts are pretty good price right now. Well, is this what? No, listen. Okay. Okay, this is important information. <laughs> okay, the cubed beef. Uh huh. I separate it into bags so I get like four meals out There's of it. Tons of it because that's the only way anybody mm-hmm. could possibly afford it. Right. Um. But then if I throw that in the instant pot with a cup of water, seasonings, some cocoa aminos. Mm-hmm. Hour and 15 on high pressure, an hour and 15 later, you have the juiciest, crumbliest shredded beef of whatever flavoring you want. You want. And so what I do, because we have church at 4 p.m., is before we leave for church, I set that up, let it cook, and then it keeps it warm because mm-hmm. it, automa- it doesn't turn off automatically I've been doing once lots it's of done. Crock pot stuff on Sundays. It keeps it warm. And when we get home, I've got all this shredded beef that I can just do whatever I want with. We put it in tacos. We put it over rice. Put it in. <laughs> whatever you want. We yeah. throw it around the house. <laughs> yeah. And dance underneath it. Yeah. And then eat it. <laughs> so there's lots of things you can do with your Instant Pot. So many things. I guess so. I You're talking to somebody who has used their Instant Pot at least four times a week since 2014. I really need, I think what I need, I need to just use it because I think the key element here is that it's going to save me time. Yes. It's going to save you time. And it does, it is for some foods, they come out, I think superiorly flavored than a slow cook. Okay. That's just, and, and it takes stuff from frozen. I, 
I put the beef in there frozen. It actually takes stuff from frozen is, to cooked sa- safer. That's yeah. I quicker. mean, that's that's another thing is when because if like I forget or you know if plans change and we're suddenly not yeah. going to an event where I thought dinner was being served, you know, yeah, then everything's frozen and okay. Use your I'll let spot. you know what I come up with. Yeah, or I can give you ideas. <laughs> Maybe the one thing I know how to use. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So I I do think flattery is a really big problem. <laughs> and it's actually. Are we like even avoiding talking about it in this episode? Yeah. We're like fruit. Have you had fruit though? <laughs> Have you cooked rice? Oh my gosh. Rice. <laughs> 12 minutes. Beef? Not even 20 minutes. 12 minutes. It's like when you've talked about something so much and then it's time to execute. You're just like, ah. It's fine. We talked about it already. How many times have we done that? So many. We're like, that's where those questions are coming from. Those questions where people are like, have you ever talked about this? Or like, you haven't talked about this. We're actually we we did talk about it in our in our after hours podcast, which is just our friendship. (laughs) Whoops. Where we talk about everything Uh, nonstop. (laughs) Anyway, well, I did I think I thought about it because I discovered that one of the main ways that I think young women tend to relate or create bonds is through flattery because Mm. it's so cheap and easy right and i remember being a young girl in school and thinking to get on this girl's good side i'm gonna have to just like over compliment her all the time and then maybe you know this is a very immature thought that young children have that i think so many of us are never discipled out of right um that right like the obvious presentations of it are obvious and gaudy and nobody wants to be that person but i think there are less obvious yes presentations of flattery that we don't yes even totally real we would maybe not even call it that right well and i i think this came up and maybe we talked about it last year because we both saw that same viral video where it was these two lesbian women and they're looking at the camera and they're just like hey you hey you it's your lesbian aunties Mm -hmm. we want you to know that you're perfect and beautiful and you're doing great and I just remember thinking like these people sent out a video to perfect strangers who might be in the middle of like Beating their children, right. stealing a car. They might be sitting in a stolen vehicle. They might have just like trashed someone else's apartment. They might be in the they middle didn't of show up for their work, their job, and they just screwed over like the, the right. entire rest of the staff. They're on their way to commit adultery. Right. <laughs> and you're sending them a video that's like, oh, you're just the most beautiful, perfect. You're beautiful and you're perfect. You're, tra- you're doing your best today. Don't let the haters get you down. Yeah. And I just thought this is how we communicate now. Well, and that I think that for me, that was my exposure to oh. what a problem flattery mm. is. Okay. TikTok. Okay. Which of 
of course I'm not on anymore, mm-hmm. but it's still happening right now. Right. <laughs> the flattery is still going on. <laughs> um, and I think that's what I noticed is it was just, it wasn't even one video. Mm. It was a video. It was me seeing a video every day. Oh, okay. And seeing multiple people. Okay. And then realizing that these, like the self-love self-acceptance movement that we are all a part of in some way right now being held hostage by is just constantly engaging in these generic forms of flattery where they are presenting a message of self-love and self-care to a group of people right um and uh i think that so i basically what i started kind of thinking of is like so in a world without God, our current culture, mm-hmm. like positivity has sort of become this like currency. Mm-hmm. Um, and like m- I, a lot of us, positiv- positivity is super connected to the law of attraction, which a lot of us believe in. <laughs> mm. And we may not even believe in it. <laughs> mm. But we believe just little things like, you know, if you're nice, like you'll have a good life. Right. Um, And so like, to some extent, a lot of us believe in the law of attraction, which is that like, whatever you put out into the universe will, is what you get back back to you. Yeah. Um, And imagine what that says to like people who have had difficult lives. It says like, Oh, well you must just be a difficult person. Yeah. Like, yes. Dear Anne Frank. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just so you know, (laughs) (laughs) right. (laughs) The problem was you. Right. I think maybe if you had just been a little more positive, yeah, you uh, that experience would have been all better. Your vibes were probably just off. Yeah. Um, and I do think that this creeps into Christian culture because of like health and wealth, prosperity mm. type stuff. Um, but so we we believe that being nice to others is pretty much the only good deed that's required of us throughout the day. Um, and then positivity ends up being viewed as this like healing force mm. that, um, you know, can like cure the world of all its ills and all of its depression and all of its everything. Um, but <laughs> that's not actually what flattery is. And no. <laughs> and w- honestly, <clears throat> we reject we reject lo- the law of attraction and we reject philosophical like positivity or mm-hmm. spiritual i guess positivity mm-hmm. positivity is not a force you no. can't be saved by positive thinking no um in many instances you can't um you can't even change your circumstances through positive thinking and as far as i'm concerned positivity is just a bunk um, repackaged v- fruits of the spirit, which include things like joy and peace. Right. So it's just a, it's the best effort right. that a godless world can offer. Yeah. I, I have this definition of flattery that I think makes sense from all the biblical <laughs> exhortations against flattery. There's really strong ones. Um, 
well, I just want to say real quick. The Bible has a lot to say about flattery, actually. <laughs> Psalm, I really love this one. Psalm 12, 2 through 3 says, Neighbors lie to each other, speaking with flattering lips and deceitful hearts. May the Lord cut off their flattering lips and silence their boastful tongues. The reason why is that flattery is an abomination because it's a lie. So... Flattery is a lie masquerading as encouragement from a selfish motive to manipulate the hearer in order to achieve the flatterer's covert purpose. And so I would say a lot of times the covert purpose of the flatterer is actually to feel better about themselves. Right. Right. So those videos. Hence the law of attraction. Right. Like positivity is a good thing in like pragmatically for me to put out into the universe Mm -hmm. but really Mm -hmm. it's me gaining points Mm -hmm. by putting positive things out into the universe it's usually that you i want you to like me so i'm going to flatter you i'm going to make it look like encouragement i'm going to make it look like compliments but really i just want to feel better i I want you to think fondly of me yes and i think well obviously love is not selfish so that's one reason why Flattery breaks the law of love. Um, Love doesn't flatter others. Love doesn't desire to be flattered. Right. (coughs) Excuse me. So I think a lot of times what we see in like mom culture um, is that women will look for compliments and encouragement from others. And they'll be like, you know, I just have to be vulnerable with you guys today here's what I'm going through and here's how it's bad and here's how it's hard and they know that the comment section is going to be a lot of women essentially flattering them instead of saying something like hey maybe you should repent or like hey maybe you should talk to your husband about or even asking the necessary questions to make like if you really want me to make a ruling on whether or not you tried your best today like you I would have to be able to ask you some questions but that's not what happens. It's just an out, sudden outpouring mm-hmm. of no, you're doing just fine. Yes. And I was going to say, so another, another way that flattery doesn't consider what's true is that it rejects the notion of objectivity. Mm-hmm. And it basically mm-hmm. assumes that there is no objectively good way to do something. Mm-hmm. That whatever, the only good way to do something is the way you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's just not reality. Right. <laughs> um, a mom who who got herself out of bed and took care of herself, took care of her kids, accomplished her tasks for the day, was submissive to her husband, made dinner and enjoyed the night mm-hmm. is not the same as a mom that laid in bed depressed until noon, didn't feed her children anything all day. Um, Lost was her temper irritated when yeah, she got up. The first inconvenience. There's just, there is just flattery basically says it doesn't actually matter what you're doing. Right. As long as you feel good. Right. And if, and you'll feel good if I tell you you're doing a good job, Right. but it doesn't actually matter. Like the definition of what's actually good and productive and healthy mm-hmm. does not actually like so flattery up, upon its definition like doesn't care if something is true mm-hmm. or not mm-hmm. 
Well, and we have to do two things. You have a responsibility not to flatter. So when you are tempted to flatter someone because of some end or gain that you want, you need to guard against that. Like really consider your speech. So I do think we live in an age where we are not encouraged to consider our speech. We're not, we don't train our kids to consider their words. Is it because we've been flattered so much into whatever we say is is amazing? Yes. (laughs) Um, So consider your own speech, but you also need to make sure that you are not susceptible to flattery. Right. You should not desire A wise person does not desire to be flattered. So if you are the mom that is putting out there just how hard your day is and all the things you've done for your family because you're hoping that you're going to get a lot of flattery, a lot of praise. No, you're doing great. All of us are just getting along to get along. Right. You need to ask why you need that. Why do you need the praise of man? Right. Why, why do you need that as, why is that the quote unquote encouragement you're looking for? Why do you need someone to lie to you? Right. <laughs> right. Um, there, sh- there are lawful places for you to take your work and have it be assessed. There are lawful places that you should look for encouragement for. But if it's from strangers on the Internet who really can't assess the situation or know your situation beyond what you've posted, mm-hmm. that could be a sign that what you're looking for is actually just flattery and not actual encouragement. Sometimes encouragement, <clears throat> sometimes the way someone needs to be encouraged is through a loving rebuke. Right. And you're not going to get that from strangers in a comment section for the most part. Right. You'll get rebuked. It, I can promise you. I know from experience. <laughs> it won't be very loving. <laughs> um <laughs> And it's true that flattery can often sound so much like encouragement if you are undiscerning, if you are not truly aware of motives. And if that's not something that you're putting a lot of thought into, it could just sound like, no, this person's just really nice. And this this person's always complimenting. They just see the best in everyone, (laughs) including pedophiles. Right. When it's really somebody who isn't thinking at all and they just want everyone to like them. Right. And that's a very dangerous. And they think that they're doing some kind of service, Mm -hmm. healing, Mm -hmm. healing the world spiritually Mm -hmm. by offering you this positive thought by, by assisting you in changing your negative thinking to positive thinking. Right. There's a lot to assess if what your spiritual diet mainly consists of is lies. Right. Like what tastes good to you as a Christian should never be flattering lips. Right. Those are called an abomination. God hates them. He says that flattering, um, a flattering mouth works ruin. Um, It's all destruction, destruction, destruction. Uh, um, So if your diet is one of literal destruction, what does that say about you spiritually? What does that say about your spiritual desires? Right. Um, we should have a taste for good and true words that build us up in the Lord and that grow our faith and that strengthen us, which means sometimes we need a loving rebuke. Sometimes you need correction. And sometimes you do need encouragement. Right. But where you look for your encouragement will say a lot about 
what kind of encouragement you want. Mm-hmm. We've said that a lot before. Like yeah. where you go for advice, where you go for encouragement, where you look to for those things absolutely reveals what you desire. If you mainly want that attention from the internet, if you're looking forward to people pick, pitch, picking up like a pitchfork with you, or if you're looking forward to people um, pitying you or what have you, that should tell you that your compass is broken. Right. Well, and if you're like, if you're, if your standard is that I deserve encouragement, AKA what I mean by that is loving words, regardless of what I'm doing, then your whole standard is off. Not only does that not Mm -hmm. allow room for a loving rebuke, it means you're not even ever thinking you're doing something wrong. Right. Um, and I, I, I think that that is a device used by an entire generation of what I would refer to as, and it's my generation. So before you get too mad. Right. Chronic underachievers. I'm not saying everyone's like that. I'm not saying everyone's a chronic underachiever, but I think a lot of us are. I think a lot of us could at least say we have struggled for a period of time with chronic underachieving (laughs) Um, or we went through that phase and praise God, he sanctified us out of that or not out of it totally, but towards um, more correct way of life. Um, but I cannot think of a person who desires subjective lies to be told to them at all hours of the day than an, a chronic underachiever. Someone who knows that they are always doing less than, than what they, they should could be. be doing. I had someone say to me the other day, I won't reveal her name because that would be rude, but... <laughs> Well, we were just talking about the the phenomenon of our our generation currently is starting to be very vocal about um, their relationship with their parents now that their parents are grandparents. Mm-hmm. And I am finding that the unbelievers and some of the believers are very mad at their parents. And their complaint is that when they were kids... They would get dropped off at grandma and grandpa's for the weekend or for the week and their parents would go on vacation. And, you know, um, now that their parents are the grandparents, it's like pulling teeth to get the grandparents to take the grandkids. That is what that's a trend um, on Twitter and TikTok and Instagram. And I've seen it on Facebook. I've seen it on every social media platform that I'm on. Um, and so my friend and I were talking about it and she's like, you know, I think one thing that needs to be faced is that it seems like the last generation raised a generation of a bunch of weenies. (laughs) And I do think that's probably part of it. I think both sides, whatever, it doesn't matter. But, um, like you said, we have a generation where essentially the boomers plan was to, turn whatever 55 retire and Mm -hmm. vacation for the rest of their lives and then they are curious why their kids grew up thinking that 
vacation was the goal of life. Right. Um, relaxation was the goal of life. Why would we think that? When they oriented their entire life towards getting towards nothing but relaxation till you die. Right. Um, so, yeah, I do think <laughs> I didn't know you were going to do <laughs> do the toe steppage <laughs> with that one. But I mean, it's well, I just can't like that is our that is what we require. That is what our our culture requires is a steady diet of subjective lies in order to function in this world. Yeah, that's what we require. Yeah. Don't be like that. Yeah. Require a steady diet. Yeah. Of objective truth. Yeah. When you feel bad. Mm hmm. Do not crave mm -hmm. a lie to make you feel better. Mm -hmm. It will not. Right. It it might feel good for a moment, but it's not going to satisfy your soul. It's not going to lead you towards righteousness. Right. Like, and you know, that's the thing is uh, you said leads you towards righteousness. You can get as a Christian even into serious patterns mm. of whatever Mm -hmm. especially when you're not being told objective truth. Mm -hmm. When you are already telling yourself a lie and you choose to supplement that behavior or that sin or that whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. with subjective lies, mm -hmm. and that is what's feeding your motivation towards whatever this thing is, mm -hmm. that's not how Christians live. Right. That's not how we live. Right. Now, if what you're discovering is that you need some kind words throughout the week <laughs> mm -hmm. from your friends or you need encouragement or you have something going on or whatever. That's where, that's where you need to, you need to approach that issue as though it's an objective issue. Right. You need to be able to be viewed objectively. Yeah. And that means that you may hear kind words and encouragement. You may also hear a loving rebuke. Right. But if you are only looking, if only one of those things is an option for you, mm -hmm. you're being proud. Yeah. Ultimately, mm -hmm. you're being proud because you're not you're not willing to engage in the kind of encouragement other than the kind that you want. Right. But that may not be the kind you need. Right. Well, and chronic Bible readers don't tend to need right. a ton of right. outside encouragement. Chronic yes. church, mm, chronic engaged church members don't tend to need a ton of outside encouragement because right. you're going to the feeding ground that God has laid for those right. things. And you're actually producing the real fruit mm -hmm. of that yeah. you're not and that's that's the other thing that you have to be careful with flattery is that it is a way to manufacture fake fruit right it is a way mm -hmm. to make you appear like you're producing love mm -hmm. patience peace mm -hmm. um you can totally we've had conversations about mm -hmm. this you and i you can flatter someone with every intent of making it look as though you are producing the fruit of love, that yeah. you are being loving to them mm -hmm. or that you love them actively. Mm -hmm. But all you are doing mm -hmm. is making that up 
Right. And now it looks again in more extreme ex- in extreme circumstances, it looks very fake. It looks it would mm-hmm. be the equivalent of having fake fruit before you. Right. As opposed to real fruit. Right. <laughs> Which is funny because we <clears throat> talked a lot about fruit earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe it was just on my mind. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I think that we, I think with flattery, because it's so specific and it conjures like such an image in our minds, I think we think of it as like, oh, I can spot flattery. But the point is, is you, you, you can't always spot flattery. No, you can't. If it's you're not, not always as simple as like a fake right. piece of fruit versus a real piece of fruit. It isn't. Uh, but if you, again, if you are a chronic Bible reader who, who has a steady diet of real fruit, right. it is going to be much easier to recognize. So that I think is the key is yes. if you want to be wise, you want to be discerning, you want to know how to use words and speech in your lips, you know, be reading scripture, be reading Jesus's words. Well, they're all Jesus's words, but you know. The ones that you can put quotations around. I would recommend right. going there. That's a great. Like what did he literally say? What did he literally? What do we know <laughs> that he literally said um, to the people he loved, to the people who opposed him? You know, right. like um, read Proverbs. It has a lot to say about flattery oh, yeah. and has a lot to say about how to use your mouth. Um, if you're not making those a regular part of your spiritual diet, you are going to be very much adrift in how to use your words well so don't don't do that that's a choice right that's yeah. a choice you're making even down to like the consequences may be that you have convinced yourself that you are a producer of fruit right and you're not right <laughs> right <laughs> whether that means you're not a believer and you thought you were or it means mm-hmm. that you have some satisfaction mm-hmm. or some strength that you perceive you have that you don't right really have right so don't do that hey <laughs> let's use our words well it's a lie flattery is a lie i mean that's really the the whole episode right which is that flattery is a lie I, you will never catch us on this on this podcast telling you it's okay to lie <laughs> no and flattery is a lie there's just no good circumstance for it. So change your palate if it's something that you yeah. desire. Yeah. In Romans, it's definitely referred to like it's an it's associated with your appetite. Yes. And so mm-hmm. I do think we can we can go ahead and say that like flattery is not this external source that we're like receiving or producing flattery is, is not this external source that we're like have no control over right um you can you can control what your appetite is for right your appetite is reflects what you like like what your devotion what your preference is and what your devotion is to right so if your devotion is to lies then check your heart yeah you can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475 We have even more fun things to talk about next week. And we'll see y'all then. See ya. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. 
let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold my hand. In other words, baby, kiss me.